0: Beyond Governance Making Sense of Doing Business in South Africa is proudly sponsored by Plus94 Research The Science of Decision Making A very good morning to you and thanks for tuning in. This is Beyond Governance and my name is Nimrod Mbele. As always I'm very pleased to share this space and time as we continue to untangle very complex leadership and management issues which face both private and public sector organisations. As Abigail Sven correctly pointed out, and I quote Public servants should be focusing on serving the public, not any special interest group, and good governance should be an exception, expectation, and not exception. Close quote. The state capture reports are laced with countless allegations of corruption and maladministration, mal- which means corporate governance has become an exception, not an expectation. The Commission of Inquiry. Into state capture found that the former Minister of Communication, Ms. Faith Mutambi, was a Gupta Minister, who should be investigated alongside the former SABC COO, Klaud Mishweneem, as well as the um, former SABC COO, Ms. Lulama Makobo. The, the report also implicates cabinet ministers, such as Ms. Zizwane and Ms. Len Brown and Mr. Malusi Kikaba, as they were labeled Gupta Ministers. The Gupta family managed one could argue, to capture state-owned enterprises, only because the directors and executives lacked integrity, even in some instances where they had the right knowledge, skills, and competencies. The Commission also concluded that by saying that not only SOEs, state-owned enterprises, state-owned enterprises, boards, and executives lacked integrity. This pattern did not only end with the Gupta era, one could argue, as the appointment of controversial CEOs and board members, in some instances, continue unabated. This begs the question, what is the role of parliament, parliamentary portfolio generally? And specifically, as we get to the, to the topic at hand, we'll be, most, we'll be talking to my guests who oversee the portfolio committee in housing. The issue that we won't grapple with is that if we are in a state of perpetual flux in a country. How do we inspire confidence? How do we inspire both investor confidence, how do we inv- invest, um, inspire public confidence? Surely this is not ideal by any stretch of imagination. In making sense of these very complex issues, joined by Leslie Tabositatu and Miss Rosina Semenya, who is the chairperson of Human Settlement Portfolio Committee in Parliament. Before getting into the gist of our conversation. Let's acknowledge the technical producer Vusimasinga as he puts the show together. Meanwhile, if you miss any of our show, not to worry. Simply visit our website, which is www.highfm.com, and look for Beyond Governance. Download the podcast and share your views with us. Without any waste of time, let me take this opportunity to welcome my guest, Ms. Rosina Semenya, as well as Leslie Tabo-Sitatu. Let me start with Leslie. Uh, Leslie, Good morning, Les, and good morning to you, Ms. Rosina Semenya.
1: Good morning to you, um, Nimrod, and to good morning to uh, the, the Chair.
0: Thank you very much, Chair. Thank you very much, Chair. Before we start, Leslie, could you just give us a sense of who Leslie is, Leslie
1: Tabo-Sitatu, in the context of housing fraternity? Uh, Yes, thank you, Nimrod. Look, I'm to date. um, I've been in the property sector um, to date uh, 24 years. This is my 24th year, having um, gotten involved uh, in the residential property market uh, for five years, my first five years from 1998 up until 2003. Uh, from then, that's when I entered. Uh, from two, 2003, I then, I then entered the commercial, retail, and um, industrial property sector as a broker. So, yes, I think it was in 2020 when we started a Pitch um, as an organization, uh, which is an, an acronym for Property Industry Transformation Council Holdings. You know, after experience experienced the challenges, and, and myself and my colleagues, the challenges that we've been um experiencing, you know, as, as uh, property practitioners uh, through, throughout the years. I mean, in the past 20 years, you know, our focus was just uh, doing business as usual, but uh, we've come to the realization that um, if we continue that way, um, you know, it, it just won't work um, because there are systematic problems in the sector. And th- those are the issues that, and that's why we here. Uh, I would like to speak about inequality, uh, racism, uh, uh, um is uh, still found in the, in our sector, and um, and and just a, a whole lot of uh, issues, a myriad of issues that that's obviously one will ventilate
2: at a later stage.
0: Well, thank you very much for that introduction, Leslie. Most welcome, Miss Amelia. Could you just briefly introduce yourself to the listeners so that we got a sense as who you are? Good
2: morning uh, again, uh, Nimrod. Um... Your listeners, Ms. Machwe Enerosina Semenya, the chairperson of the Portfolio Committee Human Settlement. I'm the Member of Parliament of the Republic of South Africa.
0: Thank you very much, Machwe Norosina Semenya, for you definitely a right person, which you would uh, be in a position. Both of my guests are in a better position to inform the listeners about some of the challenges that we are seeing in the sector as a whole. If I were to start, Chair. We've noted uh, through media media reports that the board of PPRA, Property Practitioners Regulatory Authority, um, has alerted um, the law enforcement about, um, authorities about serious allegations against the suspended CEO, Ms. Mamidoubi Moshala. What is Parliament's view on this issue? Can you give us an update as to the extent to which Parliament has been duly informed and what is the position of Parliament on this particular matter?
2: When new committee was appointed by the minister, we have invited the chair and the minister to the portfolio committee, cause um, to deal with the issues that were raised by the auditor general in the for the previous financial year, and that is when there was an issue of uh, the CEO being Miss um, B. Musala was part of that meeting and we were called by the chair. The minister have appointed the new board. to you know that uh, the entity previously was called the EAAB. And now that uh, after the, we've passed the legislation, we had actually invited uh, the minister and the Mamedou to come and brief us as, as a committee how they are going to implement the new legislation, which talks about the transformation of the property industry as uh, Mr. Leslie has spoken about. And um, indeed in the meeting, the chair indicated that and the minister, they've indicated that they've received a letter from the letter of allegation from the Public Service Commission that required the board to investigate the issues. And we then said that um, the board and the minister actually deal with the matter and come back to parliament and uh, report back to parliament. We are still waiting because we're told, and, and again we call the chair again to brief us in because at the time the CEO has not been suspended. Then called the chair and the minister in, in another meeting where we're told that the chair has tabled those issues that were raised by the the Public Service Commission. And there was a letter from the anonymous, which they've actually, the board asked Miss Mamidupi to respond on the issues. And that is when they determined that it better if Ms. Mahmoudoube gets suspended so that those issues can be addressed in her absence. As a portfolio committee, we're still waiting for the report of the the outcome of the investigation. We have not been briefed about what the letter entails because at the time they were saying the matter is still subjudicated and uh, we're waiting for that report as a a portfolio committee. Based on what you have alluded to, it does come across as there is merit or there was
0: merit in the in the boards having to investigate the CEO. Am I correct?
2: In terms of how we have been briefed by the chair. Maybe as a
0: follow-up chair, could you be share with the listeners high-level content or issues which TO or PBRA has been accused of, which warranted the investigation by the organization?
2: As I've indicated, at the time we were briefed as a committee, the chair indicated that uh, not actually brief us what entails what is entailed in the letter because the matter they've not actually asked the CEO on the issues that were raised on the letter. As I'm saying, um, we we are still waiting for chair to come back to the committee to brief us on all the details and will then monitor the processes that were followed and whether those issues warranted the suspension, and we'll take it from that.
0: We're going to take a quick break and come back just in a second. Beyond Governance, making sense of doing business in South Africa, is proudly sponsored by Plus 94 Research, the science of decision-making. Welcome back, this is Beyond Governance, and I'm joined by Leslie Tabo, Sitar who's a property practitioner, as well as Rosina Semenya, who's the chairperson of Human Segment Portfolio Committee in Parliament. We are probing with keen interest the issues around the suspension of the CEO of, for PPRA, Ms. Miluguma Mushala, as well as um, other issues relating to the sector. As I bring in Leslie, what these issues, this kind of instability, what are the implications for the property sector from where you're sitting?
1: The implications are dire, Nimrod and the listeners, and in the following manner that literally transformation has come to a a halt while these issues have been sorted out. I think it would have been much better. There was movement, especially on the part of transformation, because it's a long overdue process. Uh, I'll take you through, we had written the letter to uh, the minister on these issues, and one of them is the suspension of a program called PDI, previously disadvantaged initiative uh, for black people who had been in the sector. It was a resolution by the previous board to run with such a program uh, in order to accelerate transformation. However, um, the unfortunate part is that when the new board came in, you know, that program uh, was stopped for reasons we still uh, do not know. Common sense, um, I mean, just logically, uh, we don't understand why it was stopped. Because here we're sitting with a minister who's supposed to be progressive, a board who's committed to come and sort out the issues and and take us forward, Uh, yet it seems to be taking us backwards and I have also engaged with the acting CEO to find out why it has been stopped and uh, I keep on getting answers that are not really satisfying. And there's an internship program as well, has been running for over a couple of years, it hits next and uh, it was supposed to resume, uh, I think it was May this year, it was scheduled, then it was moved to June and uh, even now it hasn't even begun. That program would have seen at least 2,000. Young black people come into the sector because the figures uh, they don't even reflect the de- demographics, uh, as in many sectors in this country uh, where we still celebrate first black, first black, first black. So, so there's uh, way few black property practitioners in in the sector. That program of the one Dana one agency has not begun. I do know that the services sector had some funds that they were willing to commit uh, to this program, as to why it has not uh, begun. Um, uh, I think. I'm not sure what the people are uh, or to tell us i'm not sure if they did brief uh, the, the chair of the portfolio committee this year why it has not begun because with the response by the minister last night got a letter from a uh, response from her and it was dismissive uh, the tone it was a one-liner to say we are dealing with these issues um, uh, i mean when it comes to the issues that have raised uh, the, the, the program the third uh, program being the transformation fund which was supposed <coughs> to have Began six months after the launch of the the new act. Uh, it's supposed to kick in from next month. And um, not even nothing has been published on, on on the transformation fund on how it's gonna be set up and all that. And transformation is suffering. And I think the whole issue was one would try and engage. Uh, it will be like you know the whole thing will be reduced to you know, uh, it's a fight about Mamoudoubri. Mamoudoubri, I think, is a big girl. There are processes and we respect those processes that needs to be followed to deal uh, with her issue. We have uh, personally engaged with her as well. And there's issues, um, I don't want to d- delve into that, but um, my focus is transformation. The minister uh, didn't give us any sex, uh, satisfying answers as to what is being done to make sure that transformation is back on track. Uh, she just uh, said in a one-liner that they have been dealt with and all stakeholders will be notified in due course uh, so yeah to answer your question transformation is suffering we're getting nowhere and we want to get it back on track and we want uh, the ppr8 to, uh, to be uh, held accountable to what they, they're supposed to to do as uh, their mandate and that's the reason when we couldn't find joy, we went to, uh, to the minister. I, I have spoken on the phone uh, with um, uh, and copied the same letter to the chair. Um, she so can attest to that.
0: Interesting mm-hmm. because um, ordinarily protocol wise, from a governance point of view, the board is the custodian of all issues that you have brought to our, t- our attention as public. What has been the position of the board in responding to the suspension of intention program as well as the transformation fund can you get share the light because i suppose anybody who elevates issues uh, to the minister ought to have ordinarily gone through a conversation formal conversation with the board
1: i think i've already alluded to the fact that um you know we have been speaking to the acting C- ceo and uh, we went and and submitted a memorandum which um, was not submitted you um, know, in, uh, in terms of a hard copy. And I was tasked to submit that at a later stage because we had gotten low shading, so we couldn't have a, a printed copy um, at the right time. But during that co- the course of the week, and a tweet then emerged of two identity documents by that are owned by that the chair of the board. To answer your question is the reason we did not follow protocol and go to the board and engage the board is because that issue started clouding our judgment of the whole situation in terms of is the chair or the board uh, even uh, fit at the stage, but uh, especially the chair uh, to, to deal with our issue. Because prior to that, we had engagements, it was uh, ourselves and another organization, uh, uh, United Civil Society uh, Organization, before even the, the CO was suspended. The, the Democratic Alliance had been calling for, for a hate. And we, we raised the issue, you know, and I think it was on the fifth, uh, not not on the first, but I think must have been on the thirtieth or on the first. I can't recall exactly, but the board was also there and uh, the CEO had not been suspended. We raised the issue with uh, the board um, uh, on the platform to say, we're not happy with uh, the way things are, are going, that the DA is interfering and all this. We do know that uh, and acknowledge that, that there were issues. So, but, uh, and the, the chairperson at the time made a, a public declaration and said, don't blame us and all that, but we've just come in, but engage us and we will deal with these issues. And two days later, uh, they decided to suspend the the CEO uh, personally, and even as speech, still very unhappy with the way the chair and and his board handled uh, the matter. Because I am um, so not that you know they needed to consult with us, but we would have appreciated that type of consultation. And um, they didn't have to, but but we would have really appreciated. And I think that we would have uh, relations even as they stand now.
0: If I can interrupt you, you are saying to us, you as the body representing property practitioners. You are not affair with issues which led to the suspension of the CEO Mamidou, uh, Mamidou Bumushal. I just want to give your view the extent to which you are in the know about issues which led to the
1: suspension of the CEO. And if you do, what are those issues that you can share with us? Issues have been ventilated uh, pretty much in the in the press, in the media, um, uh, and they, they they have to do with the. The, the, the pension, how the pension, uh, you know, the five employees that were not contributing to the pension fund and, and those issues. I think that issue was taken out of context. It's been painted as if the previous CEO pocketed some money. And from the explanation and the papers that we've seen, it doesn't appear to be that way. It appears that the previous two members of the previous board who uh, cashed in, and that that kind of had had the purse of the PPRa, and there were no contributions by the five employees into the pension fund, which, uh, by the way, is not even chaired by the CEO. The, by the CEO, there is a, um, a gentleman called Joseph Sakoneka who heads uh, a, a body that has. A whole lot of other industry players in it. So he's the principal officer of that. So there's a whole lot of issues. Ideally, I would. We don't. I think just to to be upfront, we already did not agree with the manner that hair suspension was handled by our own judgment, and we don't believe that it was the right decision to suspend it. because the main reason for that is under her stewardship, at least the transformation was making progress. Yes, we, we are very upfront and we've been in support of her and very much against her suspension. However, it's not for us to deal with those issues. The main issue that concerns us, and makes us disgruntled about this whole thing is because now transformation has completely come to a halt. And for us also, the chair did not have the credibility that warrants that warranted us engaging the board. And that's why we went to the minister and, and to also ventilate the issue of because the minister was was quiet on on that matter. I think it would have been really nice for her to uh, step up and say, "Okay, we've done the vetting. We know about the issues of ID. Uh, even when it came up at uh, the general to Holomisa, it's not an issue." And to give us the proof, uh, uh, that would have settled issues. Because already the the the, the industry was um, was having issues. And the PPRA was unstable. I think the minister could have been more responsible and not waited for us to write the letter uh, for for her to say in the letter that you no, know, the, the issue of the IDs had been dealt with and it's been cancelled. And I think we'll find a way forward from there, but I think we'll need to find that proof.
0: Lona, no, no, that's quite interesting uh, observation from where you are sitting, Leslie. We're going to take a break um, and come back just in a second. Beyond Governance, making sense of doing business in South Africa is proudly sponsored by Plus 94 Research, the science of decision making. Welcome back. Uh, you really uh, haven't missed quite a bit, but we s- sort of got into very interesting um, issues which affects the stability of the PPRA, which is the uh, Property Practitioners Regulated Authority. I'm joined by Les Lutabo Sitart, who is a property practitioner, as well as Ms. Rosina Semenya, who is the chairperson of Human Settlement Portfolio Committee in Parliament. Before we took that break, you have made a number of, of, of allegations or issues that were brought against the chairperson. You are saying to us that the chairperson did not or does not have credibility. Issues that were raised by General Bantu Horomisa in his letter to the presidency as well as Public Service Commission did not warrant you to have a conversation with the chairperson or PPRA as such. Before we get to that point, I want to bring in the chair here, Ms. have you've, you've heard that um, you know, the, the the Leslie and other property practitioners uh, did not engage, or the formation which is led by Leslie Sitatu did not engage the chairperson, for they felt that the chairperson's credibility was in question. And this was also followed up by the letter which was submitted by General Abandou Lemisa to the President and Public Service Commission requesting. The chairperson of PPRA credibility being sorted. What is your take as uh, head of of committee?
2: I think the issues that uh, Ms. Leslie is raising particularly on issues of transformation. I think a uh, very serious concern, even from our part, if those issues are not being attended to. As a portfolio committee, you know that uh, annually we invite the board, the minister, of course, will be represented by the chair, and they present their strategic plans and their APP for, for the financial year. And in their APP, Those issues um, of transformation that were raised by Mr. Leslie are part of the APP as we are going to engage with the entity to follow up on those issues because we expect that actually as a portfolio committee ourselves who have raised the concern in terms of stability in any organisation, immediately when you suspend the CEO. Entity at the time of the suspension of the CEO, they didn't even have the CFO. Obviously, there will be the the the, the, the stability will be affected in the organisation, and we have raised that with the chair. And the chair promised us that uh, as the board, they are going to make sure that uh, the APP has been implemented without uh, those challenges. With the issues that were raised by again by Lesley, I've received their letter. They have sent it to the minister. They have seen the letter from Mr... Honourable Holomisa, the president. And um, our take as a committee is that all the boards being appointed, there must be a vetting process. Unfortunately, with the system of government, the vetting is done after people are in positions. As the committee, what we we are going to entertain the matter of the Honourable Holomisa by inviting the minister to get clarity on those issues and what is it that the minister is doing to make sure that uh, there is uh, stability in the entity. And even before the CEO was suspended, because there were issues that were, were raised by Auditor General, we had called the minister and the board, represented by the chair. It was the previous chair when he was still the AAB, and now the, the new chair, and raised the issues of transformation to come and brief us. And uh, at the time, it's uh, P was still... Um, the CEO, he actually outlined what they've been doing, and they I should indicate that she and the previous board has done a good job in 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 putting the transformation uh, agenda on top of the agenda, and even the the new board, the Stephen, had actually uh, confirmed to the committee or may commitment that those issues would be implemented. I'm very worried if uh, those uh, issues have been suspended as Mr. Leslie is raising, and we welcome those issues as a portfolio committee meeting with the minister and the board. We, we would uh, follow up on those matters. And even the issues that is raised by the uh, Honourable Holomisa, we are going to follow up on them because uh, it's in the public domain and would want to go into the the bottom of the issues as raised by Mr. Hulomisa. Thank you very much for that insight, Chair. I just want to go back to an
0: issue of organizational stability. We do know that stability is one critical pillar of any organization. We've got to see all that has been suspended, and the chairperson of the board have these issues surrounding him around um, um, you know, identity documents. What does it mean from your end, as the portfolio committee and what, how how soon can these issues be resolved for transformation consideration or imperatives brought by Leslie issues that needs to that needs to have sufficient momentum given the inequalities given the equity issues given the transformation and the seriousness of
2: transformation in this country particularly from a property point of view the issue of instability i agree that um, any organisation that does not have stabilities programs would be affected. And we you'd know that portfolio committee, for instance, now we are on constituency period, which will come back around August. But at the time we call the department, we will prioritize the, the issue of the PPRA, did that even in the previous term and get the minister to sort out because what is important to us as a portfolio committee the entity report to the minister. The minister has to make sure that uh, there is that stability. He has to uh, provide support to the entity as they go through this uh, difficult uh, time. So we will call the minister uh, to the portfolio committee to come and account on the issues that were raised by Honorable holomisa the issues that Mr. Leslie is raising on the implementation of the APP as adopted by Parliament because immediately the Department presents the APP to the Parliament, it becomes the contract between Parliament and the Minister.
0: Thank you very much uh, Chair for that insight which which we think is quite useful. Literally gravitating towards the end of the show, I just want to give Leslie the last opportunity just to reflect from his position, what is it that they would like to see happening to try and bring about stability within organization.
1: Yes, thank you, Nimrod. Yes, um, we would love to see um, you know, the, the, the minister and the chair of the board clearing this ID issue as quick as possible so that at least from that end, credibility can be restored if it should not left to linger for much longer because it does bring uh, the PPRA uh, to disrepute and force us uh, to request the minister that she asked the, the chair to step aside in the meantime, if it's going to take time to be uh, to be sorted. That, that, that's the first thing. Once we've got that out of the way, then uh, transformation also needs to start happening. Uh, not tomorrow, but now, you know, uh, the, the programs that have been stopped, they, they need to get started, especially the, uh, the resolution that would have seen a whole lot of uh, black practitioners come back, s- s- um, save a-, a lot of money and come back into the system. The, the PDI resolution is very critical. Uh, for us, it's the cornerstone of transformation and we-, we demand that it comes back. And there's been a lot of also contradiction when it comes to it, where we've been told it has been stopped. Communication has been issued to say it's going it's to come to an end the end of this month on the 30th. question we've been asking is why are you only notifying us of stopping something that you've already stopped? There's those dynamics that you know sometimes defy logic, but we want to see transformation um, um, uh, starting to happen with immediate effect.
0: Thank you very much, Leslie, for for that insight. Your party short uh, chair.
2: Thank you again, Nimrod and uh, Mr. Leslie. I think uh, from our part, as product, we continue to play our oversight uh, of the department to make sure that the APP that we have contracted contract with them. It's been implemented on the issues of transformation, and uh, welcome issues that uh, Mr. Leslie is raising. And it will be maybe on behalf of the Portfolio Committee inviting Mr. Leslie that they should not wait for the things to go astray. It should actually interact with parliament to say, this program contracted by the department and yourselves through their APPs not get implemented. And as parliament, we can then be able to push the department even before we invite them. You'd know that the system we're using, we get the quarterly report uh, and things can be delayed in the process, but parliament might not be Aware of, aware of those. Thank you very much, ma'am, for that insight. Unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it and here. thank you for inviting us.
0: Thank you very much. That was Leslie Taubo Sitatu, property practitioner, as well as Ms. Rosina Semenya, who is the chairperson of Human Settlement Portfolio a Committee in Parliament, giving us insights on the some of the controversial issues faced today. We are hopeful that uh, once the stability can be restored, the delivery mandate of the organization will take forward. Thank you very much. Let's let's do it again. Shalom. Beyond Governance was brought to you by Plus94 Research, the science of decision-making.